Hi, I'm Chris Gleason here for the Child Health Advisory Council of Career Physician. And we're having a conversation today about the value of doing an external review when you're starting or reinitiating a search for a division chief or a department chair. And um, I've got my colleagues, uh, Craig Hillemeyer, Valerie Opapari, Arnie Strauss, Bob Sawin, Ruder Stapleton, and our career physician folk, uh, Wesley Milliken, Mark Mazzano, and Marcel Barbie um, on this uh, conversation. What is worse than going through a search for a division chief or a chair, spending countless hours and millions of dollars and having it fail, or starting a search and realize that it's just not going well? And so, so what some of us have been doing and what Career Physician has initiated uh, through its, it's a search firm, it's doing uh, searches primarily for academic pediatrics. Uh, what they've initiated is the option uh, for the institution, the chair, the dean, the division chiefs to have an external review uh, from one of our advisors, one of us, uh, to come in and to do a review that's search related, search for the next leader. What the goals of these reviews are is to inform the search committee about the qualities and skills best suited for the division's leadership position, uh, advise the department and the institution as to the resources required to support a successful recruitment, and provide some kind of historical background and cultural insight and advisement to career physician, the search executive, uh, that's leading this, this search um, for the firm. So these have been uh, uh, really valuable. And um, I'm going to call on Bruder to expand a little bit about the goals and, and also initiate some conversation about you were a department chair for, you know, gobs of time, you know, what, what could have been uh, useful for you if you'd had one of these search-related reviews done uh, for your division chief, say, and so forth. So Bruder, yeah, well, thanks, Chris. Typical academic reviews have often been associated with reappointment of chairs, uh, required institutional reviews uh, of performance. And in some instances, they've been tied with the leader's concern about the performance of a division. And so they've been great. They've been these kind of reviews, the typical academic reviews are quite in-depth and, and in some sense judgmental, positive and negative, about uh, the outcomes <laughs> uh, of, of, a, of a unit. The search-related review is geared to helping the institution find an individual who and the opportunities for an individual. In fact, I want to read a recent one of our reviewers, what they how they introduced themselves to the division they were reviewing. And it was, um, this is the purpose of my visit is not to do an evaluation of the division, but to gather information to help recruit a division director. Key components are to learn the characteristics and backgrounds of, of the stakeholders who want to have in the ideal division chief. This will help the search committee ensure that everyone is on the same page, understand what people believe has contributed to any difficulties in recruiting and how these might be mitigated and identify what resources are available to a new division chief, as well as what additional resources would be valuable to include in a recruitment package. So you see, it's the idea is to come and understand the culture, the resources. A recent review, for example, found a, uh, an opportunity that no one had really recognized 
that would be very appealing to outside candidates. So, you know, often there are issues that the institution is aware of, but having an external person coming in and get an outside uh, independent non-biased review reinforces, you know, what the leader already would like to see. So it's not at all antagonistic or, or different from what the leader sometimes wants, but it also can identify new items and really help the leader understand what an external person looking at a position could see. So I think the external review for a leader, if I put myself back in my position as chair that I used to have, uh, really causes me to check my biases uh, and, and also understand that there are opportunities that I'm not aware of uh, that we can help sell uh, and, and encourage and develop programs that maybe I had not uh, thought about or emphasized in the past. I don't know what, what do some of the other former chairs feel about this. I, I, I find an external view very helpful uh, because I frequently found I didn't have all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie? Yeah, no, I, I think Bruder's identified really a critically important part of an external review for a search, and that is what are the out, you know, opportunities. And many times external individuals actually can have a very wide view of the field or the, you know, kind of the national sense of where things are going in, in, in the fields that can bring a perspective to the group. Um, but I think equally important um, can be the opportunity for someone to come in and take a fresh look at both the history of the division or department and understand the barriers to this the searches per, perhaps being unsuccessful in the past, but also to identify the specific items, individuals, peoples, programs that have to be addressed by the person you know leading the search, the chair or most most notably the chair so that the search will be successful. So for instance, let's say that there has been a really significant HR issue in the division uh, or the department that's really been a barrier to the success of a group. You know, identifying that up front and providing some key recommendations or tactics can be really helpful because you'd like to address any and all barriers to the successful interview of candidates so that when the candidate comes, the focus is future looking, that the group is really excited, they're enthusiastic about the search and some of the baggage that's been part of either a failed search in the past or failed ability to realize an opportunity amongst a group, that you remove those barriers so that candidates can really get a clear look at what the great opportunity of that position might be. I like that. Um, Arnie, you wanna to add to that? You were a chair for a long time, too. <laughs> yeah, I would just add that I think having an external review by experts in the field provides a perspective that an internal review will not. For example, as a cardiologist, I know the field. I know the potential prospects. I know what can be done and what can't be done by division directors. Many internal people will not understand that because they come from a different um, subspecialty and background. So providing that perspective, external perspective is uh, in the field is key. I would also agree that uh, it's more likely that a unbiased and straightforward 
external review will reflect the feelings and the concerns of the people within the division that might not be stated to an internal review so that um, some of the issues that might arise uh, for to external reviewers would not happen with an internal review. So I think both the expertise and the being outside of the department are very helpful in uh, informing the search committee about what where to go. Thanks. Thanks so much, Arnie. And I'm just going to add one little aside as someone who's done several of these uh, search related reviews, that it's it's really also important to work on how you're going to get the right information that you need as a reviewer that is, again, search related. So, you know, career physician has a really nice uh, program information form that people fill out. But it's also important to do some background information yourself and to ask for it, you know, financial data, things of, of that nature, if there's been a previous division or department review. And, you know, some of that uh, kind of information has been very helpful because, you know, you don't want to go in completely in the dark um, and try to hunt for things. So, um, but there are, of course, inherent biases <laughs> and you ask for things and, and so forth. So I'm going to call on Craig next because, Craig, you've been both a chair and a dean. So what do you want to add to the conversation? I think I, I want to I, I'd like to confirm what everyone else has said. I think there have been some some really good points brought up, especially about the fact that people are going to say different things to an external reviewer than they are to an internal review. And, and that's oftentimes very important. I think the other thing that's important to understand is that an external reviewer is most likely going to understand the issues which are going to be important to the candidates that you're recruiting to that position, whether they be a whether they be a division chief or a department chair, they're going to have a different perspective on what's important in the recruitment of that than any internal person is going to have. And that, I think, is something that, that can really make a difference in bringing about a successful recruitment. Oh, thanks, Craig. And, you know, that leads me to um, want to ask Bob about what, what are the potential impacts or real impacts of these external reviews for the candidates themselves? You know, of course, it's going to depend what the chair or the dean wants to or is able to share with them. And we're going to talk to the search firm people next. But what do you think um, the value of the searches, uh, the reviews you've done have been for candidates or what could they be? Uh, what should we think about going forward? Yeah, I think, um, well, for one thing, it sends a message to the candidates that that the institution's taking this uh, very seriously. And, and, and by that, I mean, they're, they're not afraid to look at all the, the potential weaknesses and challenges that, that uh, people before me have mentioned. That says a lot right away as a, a candidate that, that this is an institution that's willing to be uh, reflective and, and uh, you know, not going to just rest on their laurels. You know, the other thing is that, um, especially in academic pediatrics, right, sometimes it's not just the school or the chair or the dean, but also the institution where the clinical practice is based. And, and I think as external reviewers, we can kind of get all those parties on uh, the same page, if you will, understanding what the different challenges are. And in some ways, it kind of softens the ground for the, the candidate. You know, it makes it easier for them to... Uh, uh, see where the opportunities are, and if they become a, a finalist or the the selection, you know the, it's not them bringing these issues up uh, de novo, but rather they're issues that that have been 
uh, understood and acknowledged beforehand. So I think it it can really uh, potentially smooth the the path for the ultimate uh, choice for the search committee as well. Yeah, I'd just like to add to Bob's great comments. The other potential for this is that the external reviewers can actually provide, if you will, a, almost a roadmap, a short-term and long-term priority setting um, so that both the chair has some idea of what perspective we, you know, you viewed after doing the search, but that perspective can be provided to the candidate. Yeah, sure, you could build these six programs, but here's the low-hanging fruit for you to focus on early, and here's what you should be aspire to doing in, you know, your five-year, first-year, you know, first five-year term. So I think that's another thing that can come out of a really well-done external review with somebody that has a lot of perspective about building programs and hiring talent, you can really help individuals to know what to prioritize first, second, and third. We talked earlier about how much of this gets shared with the candidate, but one thing that I found valuable in, in an instance or two, I think is um, if we as the external advisor are um, available for candidates to talk to. So while we might not share a formal report, uh, I have spoken to candidates at institutions and been able to have candid conversation with them about, you know, why the previous leader in the division or the department uh, had challenges and, and uh, you know, what are my thoughts about what could be done. Uh, and I think that adds to the credibility of the, of the search process as well and reassures candidates that this is a real, a real opportunity. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Bob, because that's that's been my experience too. When I've been asked and you know to to provide some kind of feedback to our candidate has questions and and things like that. And I think it speaks also to the fact that we don't, as as people who are retired from our academic leadership positions, we're no longer in any kind of uh, even perceived conflict of interest as you would be if you were doing an external review just because you know we all did lots of those um, that are for program planning and or, or maybe even before initiating a search um, or looking for an interim. So I'm glad you mentioned that. And, and I think that leads me into the last part of this conversation, which is, you know, in addition to being helpful for the institution, the leaders, the candidates, and in the search committees, we also, I think in providing these reviews can be helpful to the search executives and the search that part of the search process. And for that, I'd, I'd like to call on either uh, Wesley, if you'd like to say a few words or Marcel uh, Barbie, who's one of the executives who, who helps uh, direct some of these searches. So would, would either of you like to comment on how these reviews are helpful to you as search executives? Thank you, Chris. Yeah, I, I would, um... As I think about it, you know, 30 years now in this, there are very few searches that the the reasons for a search that fails a year into it weren't known day one. And, and I think we think that by uh, we being just academic medicine collectively, and we consider ourselves part of that, but by throwing candidates at the problem, we're somehow going to solve the problem. And to some degree, it forces the candidate to feel the burden of your issues as institutions. And, you know, you ultimately get a candidate at the end that agrees to take that on with no real knowledge of it, which may not be the right fit to solve your problems. And so I, I think that, you know, getting to self-awareness uh, 
is exactly what you know the these reviews are intended to do there it's not the I've never seen a perfect search, right? There's always issues. <laughs> they involve people and organizations, but the more self-aware, the more aligned people are around those issues, that's what makes a role attractive to a candidate. And that's ultimately, um, you know, the real purpose. And I think the last thing I would say is really these, the unique thing about a search related review is it's not it's not independent and it's not freestanding. It really is tied to the search process and ultimately to, you know, an engagement program on the back end to help that same candidate solve the problems that were discovered by the review. And so while I can't speak, while this group is far better to speak to the politics that may impact somebody wanting uh, uh, any type of review about their programs, a hundred percent of the time, we have seen these reviews be incredibly helpful and really a key component to uh, to mitigating failed searches. Mark, do you want to add to that as one of the search executives? How have you found these to be helpful? Yes, Chris, thank you. Um, I, all, all, all valid points. appreciate uh, the council's insights. Um, I think the biggest benefits that I see is going through the review process uh, we've talked about exudes uh, a willingness by the institution to have an awareness about their challenges and strengths. I think the yield for our from our end, especially having a thought leader conduct that review with an, a, just an objective perspective and what, and really a candidate perspective, oftentimes is what what challenges are going to be, what the resources necessary are going to be to attract talent. Is that the quality of the candidate that we're able to engage with is, is much higher than someone that just jumps in and starts doing a search. You know, the quality physicians and available candidates that might have interest in taking that next step, they know the difference. They know the difference of somebody that's self-aware. They know the difference of a, of a organization that is very uh, in tune with, with the resources. So there's, no, no, there's nothing worse than somebody that feels completely surprised. Um, and while it's a bit of work on the front end, uh, it really does make for a much more efficient search on the back end because you've got all the information you need. You've got great people that have uh, executed the review to lean on, as Bob and, and Chris have alluded to, appropriately to provide their insights in a virtual conversation. So I just think overall it creates a more efficient process from our side, and the yield is just that you know we end up engaging with much higher quality individuals. I was just so inspired by Wesley's comments and Mark's, you know, and I was thinking, you know, sometimes an example is kind of helpful to reinforce things. But on a recent review, like Wesley said, you know, a lot of times the issues are there; they predated the search; they're still there when the search starts, and they can derail the success of a search. We recently did a review and. Um, there was an issue that was multi-years in problem. And this was a review Mark and I've been involved in. And in the process of the review in a group setting, I just threw out to the team, look, this is a problem. You guys have to start brainstorming fixing this now. You can't wait for this search to start. In fact, when the search starts, you should have your roadmap for how this problem is going to be addressed. And it was a really wonderful conversation with a very large group of very smart faculty and staff. And they came up with a roadmap. So it led to an enthusiasm that they could overcome this problem before the search got launched. And, and I think if, the, if we're doing these reviews well, that's the kind of input we can provide. 
that will hopefully not make a search be derailed that's been derailed because the problem just hasn't been addressed. And following up to Valerie's comments, to me, I think people convince themselves that everybody's aligned around a search. You know, on the front end of executive searches, we do these grand prospectuses that lay out how awesome, you know, we all are and, you know, how amazing the search is going to be. And uh, an example just yesterday, the prospectus about this significant senior role we're working on bragged about their educational mission programs accomplishments. Yesterday, I had a, a scoping call with, with two of their chiefs, residents, who let me know that they had been in a very frustrating three years that they had not met with their chair uh, the entire in the entirety of their tenure there. Um, and again, I think those are, those are, those are, while that's a solvable issue, when a candidate comes in and meets with senior executives who are doting on their accomplishments, and then they meet with faculty who share a very different message, it just begins to create, you know, concern on a candidate's part um, that they can be successful in this environment, or, or what else do I not know, you know, and so again, I, I think these reviews are, critical in teasing out uh, these issues. And the and last thing I would say is it's even more critical for a search that's going to be run internally without an external resource because search committees are not truly adept at candidate engagement. And what I mean by that is more longitudinal. You know, a search can take a year. And so if you meet a candidate in month six, who's going to be nurturing that candidate and keeping them engaged throughout that process. And so the more internal issues you have, the more likely you are to have candidate atrophy uh, throughout that process without, without um, you know, knowing all the problems and putting them out on the table. And, and I think it's the good news about it, these search reviews do identify issues, but it also gives a committee, a chair, um, the ability to see how candidates respond to those issues, you know, how would they solve those issues and how, what would they need to, to, to accomplish those things? And I think those are, those let you evaluate the EQ of candidates also. And so I think that's just a candidate perspective that comes out of these. 